Hello everyone, this is the trigger warning for this episode. Uh, there are instances of sexual assault, and if that is something that is triggering for you, please know now that there are instances of that in this movie. Uh, if this is something that is triggering for you, please know that help is available at the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-4673. Again, that's 1-800-656-4673. And as our listeners, please know that you are not alone. to another riveting edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, John, joined, as usual, by my beautiful co-host, Eric. <laughs> Eric, how are you today? Fabulous. Joined, equivocally, from a paranormal state of mind, what? Miss what? Michelle, <laughs> the host. Let's go. Hi, guys. Welcome to it. How are you today? I'm good. Just uh, fighting a little cold, so if I sound awful, that's essentially why. It's okay. Yeah. You're only competing against us, and we sound like shit half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Tell of us a little bit about yourself real quick. All right. So I am a stay-at-home mom right now, and I go back to work next year, which I am so excited about. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't have to do the the mom. I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's great. But, uh, yeah, so I do that, and I'm married, and uh, I have a podcast called A Paranormal State of Mind Podcast that I do with my best friend, Caro. Uh, we've been friends for 10 years, and I love everything scary, and they do not. So it's, it's pretty interesting <laughs> to see how that goes, because uh, literally everything scares them. Like the White Walker and Game of Thrones, when we first started watching it, that was too yeah. much for them. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. This dichotomy is really good on that, I really Thank love. you. And quite frankly, y'all have been cranking out a lot of content for the 31 Days of Halloween, which has been really cool to listen to. It's been fine. It's a little stressful. You'll get a goof- couple goofy episodes in there where are like, ah, fuck it, we're just going to do something weird. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. It'll don't pop up at some like. point. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> so our guest today, Michelle, has picked Evil Dead 2013 remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually really excited when you picked this movie because uh, this was actually my partner and I's second date that we went on. Okay. Uh, that was, you know, God, so long ago now. If I was better at math, I'd be able to tell I guess you. it was 2013. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> I was about to say that, but I didn't want to be a, a jerk. That's my no, job. <laughs> no, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Ra- ragging on me is actually encouraged on yes, this show most of the time. But it, it was funny because it was uh, I was 20 at the time. She was 19. Mm-hmm. And we went into the show, and we bought our tickets, and then we got up to the turnabout. So uh, I know you told me a little bit earlier that you worked in a theater. So this might make you cringe a little bit. And I'm sorry that I was that guy to somebody else. But we, uh, we were going to the turnabout. And this kid was probably like 15, 16, mm-hmm. high school working. And uh, the place where you parked was actually like across the street from the theater in like this creepy abandoned Toys R Us parking lot. <laughs> so we get up there and the guy's like, hey, I need to see y'all's IDs to be able to come through. And I showed him mine, which says that I'm 20. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I need to see hers too. And she's like, well, I left my purse in the car. And I was like, well, I'm 20, so I can be her guardian for this. And he was like, it's NC-17. I'm like, I know this kid's not throwing the book at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is all the power this poor bastard had. <laughs> so I leaned in, and I just whispered in his ear, 
And like Laura told me the look on this kid's face <laughs> was just sheer terror. And he was like, you guys can go through. She goes, <laughs> she goes, what did you say to him? I was like, I will never tell you that. <laughs> you have to tell me. I work at a movie theater. I will message you what I said. <laughs> okay. I don't know that I want to even say it on the podcast. I might say it on Patreon exclusive. I don't content. even know what he said. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, we didn't card people like hostile. We had 12, 13-year-olds going in. Don't. I'm not going <laughs> to stick where I worked at, but we didn't card. So we're like, fuck it. If you really want to see it. These kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then when we needed to kick out 20 kids at once because they're causing ruckus, I'd be like, get out. Go. All of you. Yeah. Get out of my way. You know? I mean, yeah. if their parents are just going to drop them off, that's your fault. You well, drop I mean, them I get there's off. like creepy 20-year-olds. I just wasn't that dude. <laughs> no, no. You're fine. I mean, my husband's like four years older than me, so... Yeah. I had to ask a lot of permission when we started dating. I was like, Mom, he's not a creep, really. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, he's with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I got you. So, uh, I think, I know you and I watched this back when it came out, Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this was your first time watching it, right? Time. Yeah. So, uh, actually, we'll start with you. So, what, what was your first impression of this movie? It's a cool, like, okay, I, I'm always, we were talking about this earlier today. I'm always of the mind that when you remake something, you're doing it because you believe you can do it as well or better than the original, which normally doesn't track. However, when Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi are the one producing mm-hmm. the remake, you've got a shot. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. So you can read kind of like, I, I don't know, reimagine the classic story if it's the original people that did it working right. on it. For me, you know, that doesn't that doesn't bode illy. Mm-hmm. So coming on it with that frame of mind, I really did. I mean, it's not as good as the original. I'm not even going to like front and pretend mm-hmm. like sure. it's this is the way, that, you know what I mean? But it like at the same time, it was nice to see it sort of refreshed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michelle, like an homage. Yeah. Michelle, what did you think about it? Like, for your first impression, like, first time watching this movie. I loved it. Um, I'm not, so I think nobody's ever really done a great remake of a movie. I thought Friday the 13th, I enjoyed it. I know it wasn't great. Yeah, it was this fun. one, you know, I thought, well, I feel like, like I said a second ago, they did a good homage. You could see where they put so many elements into the original. And I'm sure there's somebody out there like, oh, my God, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a big movie buff person. I love them. I can't tell you all the details of them. But as married to a huge fan of the Evil Dead movies, he said, you know, this is probably the best that they would ever do. And like you said, I mean, they got Sam Raimi and Bruce, Bruce Campbell in there. And I mean, what else can you ask for, you know? I know it was groovy. but watching in the theaters it was really fun because we got to go like uh we went to the biggest town next to me is wilmington so we got to go to wilmington and go watch it and it was like 10 or 12 of us people watching it so it was it was really fun it was a good experience for us so most definitely and uh, i think for myself too i mean it was a lot easier for me because i was on a date so i was already yeah pumped to go and it was Mm -hmm. it was funny too because uh you know my partner at the time was trying to show me that she could hang because like our our, fir- our first date was The Dark Knight Rises, and then we almost immediately afterwards went to go see the Evil Dead remake, and uh, we had put some illicit substances in our bodies that had, uh, I guess, adverse effects to certain aspects of the movie. Uh, but overall, it was so much fun, uh, even in that paranormal state of mind. <laughs> oh, we got there. Uh, we yeah, we got there. Uh, I I still kind of like had. Like, all of those nuances, like you're talking about, and I'm sure that your husband's talked to you about as well, like, Mm -hmm. there were so many, like, before actually getting into the movie, like, just 
seeing Jane Levy sitting on top of that 73 Oldsmobile, yeah. I was just like, oh my god, like, this is already going to be a hit. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but I guess before we move into it, Eric, would you like to tell us our yeah. itinerary for this movie? Let's get it. Like we said, 2013, um, this one is clocking at one hour and 31 minutes, I believe, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Fede Alvarez is going to be directing this under the uh, guidance of Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi, and Robert Tapper. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of our top five billing cast, really kept it within that top five for this one. We know mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell's at the end of the movie and everything. So we know who that <laughs> yeah. guy is. But Jane Levy is Mia. Shiloh Fernandez is David. Lou Pucci is Eric. Jessica. Oh, Lou Pucci. <laughs> See, I wouldn't have laughed if you. <laughs> Jessica Lucas is Olivia. I had that shit together, man. I was like, man, I'm not going to fuck this up. I'm not going to fucking laugh. And Elizabeth Blackmore is Natalie. Which my phone apparently autocorrected to Madeline. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's your new daughter's name if you ever have a kid. I guess, yeah. <laughs> She'll be your second God, spelling mistake. God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will say, uh, moving into this movie, this opening scene is the only thing that I didn't like about the movie. Mm. It felt weird because mm-hmm. it was just like first of all it was just weird that it was taking place during the day yeah because like you yeah. know you watch, you watch evil dead 2 and it's like there's that weird part where like ash becomes a deadite and then the sun comes up and he's not a deadite anymore mm-hmm. and then the deadites come back when the sun goes down it and heavily it, implies <laughs> that this doesn't seem like canon you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. seem like this operates under the laws of the universe and, and there's parts <laughs> of it like when you look at the Necronom de Montu or Necronom Ex Mortis. They never really told us which one they were going to call it in this movie. But there's not, there was some liberties taken that I did really like. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like prophesized yeah, a right. little bit towards the end. Right. Um, but we start off with an, an ancillary character running through the woods who gets tackled by two hicks mm-hmm. that I'm yeah. sure are related. Because they all like, we see the whole family in the next scene mm-hmm. and they look like they're straight out of uh, like hills have eyes. Kind like of the wrong turn. I was so confused. I was like, what are they doing here? What's going on? Why are they here? The hillbillies. You have the one that's just like staring at the wall. That yeah. He's honky eyed. What I here. <laughs> yeah. I was very thrown off about that. Then we kind of we meet the dad who I guess has somehow run into this Hick family that is in possession of the Necronomics Mortis. Mm-hmm. And somehow someone has read the book yeah. and killed her mother. And now she's tied to this post or I guess mm-hmm. uh, support beam mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. In the cellar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Under the floorboard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <me too. Yes. laughs> look, look at how organic this is. Oh, there shit. you go. <laughs> and I, I don't even think it was the generalization of the scene that was weird to me. I think it was how hard they were trying with this particular deadite. Because, like, the deadites in the rest of the movie felt really organic. They felt really yeah. on brand. And this one's like, I'm going to eat your soul. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I did a better, like, that was deadite pretty voice strong. than she yeah. did. <laughs> Um, it came off to me as like tone setting. Like we have special effects now. <laughs> this is what you're going to get from this version of Evil Dead. So. But I did really like it when she's like, I'll rip your soul out, daddy. I was like, ooh, that was scary. <laughs> yeah. And they really did do a great job of the eyes in that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The dead-eyed eyes. Yeah, the dead-eyed eyes were really good. Um, they were a lot more vibrant 
as mm-hmm. like the compared to the first one there was like that really dark red but mm-hmm. they were so big that they were easier to see whereas this one was like a cat's eye like salem's lot glow right, to right yeah what twilight was trying to do <laughs> oh god heard you guys talk about so much twilight one on the what's the movie that you guys did that was like came out around the time around twilight from within yeah i was like oh god take me back to my theater days it was give me a bellyache <laughs> I had to work through all the twilights. I actually loved doing the the trailer for that one because Thomas Decker commented on it, and I thought I was going to melt into the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so we have like you know this scene that's I think the gravity of the scene was supposed to hit harder than it. That's kind of what my for, point is. For, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for me at least, because yeah. it was like he starts pouring what I can only assume is blue gas mm-hmm. on her, yeah. which is like the second time we see blue gas in this movie. Yeah. Was it blue? I didn't. I oh, yellow. I'm thinking about the end of the movie where uh, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, this liquid was um, that was gas. Like, yeah, yeah, that was actually yeah. discolored, good old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we light the bitch up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just get the the. I thought it was weird that we had the screaming. Yeah. And then, like, in one of the other scenes in the future, we have, like, another snippet of the same thing. Like, we didn't just watch right. it happen. Four minutes ago. <laughs> and yeah. I, it's like when any movie does that. I'm right. just like, you know I was here, right? It's like, yeah. hey, in case you forgot, this happened. <laughs> totally. Here's a four-minute trailer. Dude, that's why I ragged on The Conjuring so hard. Was because right. the Conjuring was so notorious for that. Because I was like, why are you playing the same scene back and adding like another like, three seconds to it? It's not even mm-hmm. some reference. It's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, it's not the same thing when we saw it happen 20 minutes ago. Right. So so now we get into the actual movie now. We've kind of got mm-hmm. past the prologue. We now, like for people who have never seen an Evil Dead movie, you now know what a deadite looks like. Sure. Oh, and he uh, also shoots his daughter while she's on fire. Like a gangster. Yeah, yeah with a shotgun. <laughs> Shotguns do work. Yeah, the shotgun, I won't, I've noticed a theme. You see the weapons being used throughout the movie, and I was like, oh, okay, so the shotgun's going to come and play. Mm-hmm. And I felt Spoiler like alert. Movie, uh, mm-hmm. Raimi actually, or not Raimi, but Fede Alvarez uh, kind of toyed with that a little bit, a little too. Bit, yeah. Where it would mm-hmm. be like, they would look at one of the weapons. And then they'd go to another one, and I'm like, okay, that'll come back. It'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. We're, we're, we're still going to get it. I didn't it. feel <laughs> like I was being cucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get into, like, we get the, the classic vehicle moving through the woods. We meet mm-hmm. the gang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time it's a Jeep, though, much to my chagrin. You know, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I miss the Oldsmobile. It was the reddest red yeah. I've ever seen. Lego red. <laughs> Lego red. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had the same car when I was growing up. It wasn't quite as red, but it was close to it and had red velvet ceilings and stuff. Like, my mom looked like a pimp. Hell yeah. You just, like, turn on your Game Boy and your whole thing is just blood red now. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we meet our characters uh, because I guess uh, Natalie and David have driven separately. So Mm -hmm. now we're meeting up with uh, Jane Levy's character, Mia, is sitting in the back. She is not with everybody else in front of the cabin. And we meet Eric. (laughs) Our least favorite character. As soon as they said his name was Eric, I just said, oh, fuck. I hate Eric. Yeah. I hate him the whole time. And then I don't like Olivia because I'm like, you're kind of a know-it-all bitch. So I have strong <laughs> feelings towards all of them. And the girlfriend, I'm just like, what are you even here for? What's mm. happening? Full support. Yeah. <laughs> and BJ's while his sister's going through DGs, I guess. I was like, this is a weird time to be like, meet my family. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, I'm a heroin addict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I'm withdrawing, giving this shit up. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we so we meet Scooby and the gang, and everyone's just kind of like, we missed you, David. And actually, before we even get to that, there's this really awkward uh, scene between Natalie and Olivia. And Olivia yeah. is actually my least favorite character, which is funny because I loved seeing her in Gotham. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a really strong female character in there, whereas this it was one of those things where it's like, you know, Sam Raimi loves to make people that are easy to kill. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I, and I fucking, I felt that. So, yeah. So he almost, uh, he makes the situation between uh, Natalie and uh, Olivia. Olivia. And Olivia is just like, yeah, I'm the, he's, she's, or Natalie's like, oh yeah, you're the doctor. She's like, I'm a nurse. I'm, I'm a registered nurse. Yeah, right. I'm a, yeah, I'm a registered nurse. Yeah. I'm not just a freelance nurse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's up your booty hole? You need to calm it down. She's being a delight. Mm-hmm. I actually moonlight at the first med. Well, because it, it hit like, you know, oh, you're the manager of that restaurant. Actually, I'm a cashier. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. As a person who spent a shit ton of time in the hospital, I say the nurses honestly do a way better job than any doctors. And I mean, I spent, I've spent years, like so, not years, I've spent months in the hospital. And let me tell you, I would rather be a nurse. I mean, you don't make as much money, but like, as far as right. like, I know I'm like saving lives and my doctor's in there for like, 10 or 15 minutes unless I'm having surgery you know but like those nurses are what's killing it so she should have just been like yeah that's fine I'm a nurse and I'm better than doctors (laughs) (laughs) but here's my thing is if she is a nurse at a hospital yeah I don't know how equipped that makes you for dealing with somebody going through withdrawals Mm -hmm other than making sure that their heart doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Because when you, when you think about like the the uh, rehabs and, and clinics like that, it's like they're actually geared to making sure that that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. They don't really tell you whether or not she is, but I assume that she's, fuck me. So they're like one of the highest up nurses. So she's very qualified. I mean, I, I don't, I would feel like you'd have to work in this kind or be around addicts uh, to fully understand what you're doing. I mean, the, you know, we'll get to it. But the one thing you see is she just putting a little bit of fluid in her arm and injecting right. her with a needle. But yeah, so she is a registered nurse. So I mean, I think that's as high as a nursing you can get. But I could be wrong. It was certainly the best they were going to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and she's doing it for free, which is my favorite flavor. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just strange to me, like you're saying that this doesn't happen at a hospital. Yeah, they were like, let's take you to the cabin in the woods where you mm-hmm. can do your withdrawals and not see the well, rest of the world. Well, and there's like, it's tough too because there's like emotions attached to things that have happened in this cabin mm-hmm. and people that have lived here. There's photographs still hanging and it's like mm-hmm. that would be a weird place to put somebody to process mm-hmm. it or they would be forced to process their feelings or their emotions while they're withdrawing from heroin <laughs> you know what i mean it just well the thing if you're in the hospital for withdrawals they'll they'll just release you if you want to sometimes they'll just be like oh, okay you want to go okay that's fine so i guess See, they're like I'm we like... are not gonna let them leave at all yeah so. and, and i get that so meeting our starlet and heroin miss jane levy herself mia uh, sitting atop doing this, like, I think it was, was it charcoal? I'm not an artist, so I can't really mm-hmm. tell. I believe it was. Yeah, it was some sort of charcoal sketch that she was doing of the cabin while sitting on top of this beautiful 73 Oldsmobile from the mm-hmm. original movie, which I thought was so mm-hmm. fucking Yeah. Cool. And we have this moment, and it's, it was actually, this is one of the few times that I've watched a movie, and this was like a growth moment right. for me, when he, because personally, I am an atheist, but there mm-hmm. was this really cool scene 
with David when he hands her the buckthorn tree amulet mm-hmm. and goes, you know, it's supposed to improve your willpower or whatever. Right. And she goes, I thought you didn't believe in that kind of stuff. He goes, no, but you do. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was like that was something that's so kinda, out, yeah, yeah yeah that's something so outside of himself. I thought that was really cool. And then he follows it up by being a complete fucking idiot and doesn't know which side your heart is on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when she says, "Cross your heart. Promise me you're not going to leave me." He crosses like, the the <laughs> the right side yeah. of his chest, and I was well, like, "Well, maybe he was one of those people who was born with a rare condition where your heart's on the other side, just to play <laughs> devil's advocate." <laughs> If that is the case, I can I can get behind that. But he shows a second time in this movie <laughs> that he doesn't know which right. side the uh, normal human yeah. being is on. Uh, so anyways, we have met all of our cast and crew now. And we have the ceremonial dope drop. Yeah, with the really, mm-hmm. like, I get the, um, the, from the affirmation side of things about, like, verbally saying what your intentions are here and that kind of thing. Also, that was a big-ass bag of dope. It, it looked was. like she was pouring out a bag of flour into this fucking Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, different. any animal, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go, because you're about to say the same thing I was going to say. Any <laughs> animal that is in that well is about to have a wild fucking time. Yeah. The bunny just crawls out and just sprawls out in the ground. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a fun time for them. <laughs> He's got like 19 more kids than he had before. I can't figure out why. <laughs> I can't Im- my whiskers, man. And imagine if somehow that wa- that well went down to the water in their system. That's what I was all, saying. They're all getting water source. Yeah, fucked yeah. up. It would make her withdrawals easier. Mm. Yeah. Like, God, this water is so good. <laughs> She'd be very hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> it's sick. Um, so then we kind of have this uh, very short scene of David and Mia, and they're kind of like reminiscing a little bit, but it's almost pointed because, you know, she's beginning her withdrawals. She's not mm-hmm. like in screaming and fighting phase or anything yeah. like that, but she is definitely like starting to make little cuts and notches at him because ultimately she was the one that took care of their mother while she was in the hospital. And David was someone who went off to Chicago and found a new job or whatever yeah right yeah something to do with like motors i think yeah he said you wound up working in some garage is what they they refer to as the garage like it's the one in chicago it's (laughs) the only one yeah (laughs) Uh, but they start talking about the song this is the only reason I brought up this scene was because the song that she sings later in the movie is the baby little baby. And mm. actually I looked at that song was written by Fede. Oh, no way. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was like directing and writing music. He fucking does it all. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. And then we kind of get, you know, the separation because things are getting a little weird because, you know, we're getting these slights at David mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and uh, Olivia being the person that she is approaches him outside while he's, I guess, fixing the door. Yeah. With a nail that, gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mark that. Yeah, mar- <laughs> mark the fuck out of that one. Uh, she's like, just so you know, we've tried this before. So when she tries to go home, you have to stand behind all of us. And like, she's like almost like doing this power move over him. Mm -hmm. And just like, it felt like that scene in the SpongeBob movie where Patrick's like (laughs) wearing the fishnets and the boots and just fucking bam. Yeah. 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 
No, she was, I mean, I don't know. I don't like Olivia. She, uh, she's the proper see you next Tuesday. I don't <laughs> like you, her. Yeah. You can say it. I mean, it's cool. Okay, that's fine. I love that word, but people get very offended by it, but I love it. We went to Ireland and everybody said, it. I was like, yes, exactly. I love this. Also, anybody who listens to our podcast knows that we are exceedingly offensive. <laughs> you know, we're not like racist or murderers or anything like that but i just like the word cunt <laughs> there you go i do too yeah also not a racist or murderer. <laughs> um so yeah we're, we're dealing with the see you next tuesday mm-hmm. trying to be the one who handles the whole situation yeah eric made a weird remark here too where he's like i know i doubt you know this because you weren't there but like she totally od'd and was legally dead like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just an OD. Like, she died. We had to defibrillate her. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, did you add an R in there? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. threw a hard R into defibrillate. <laughs> yeah. But also, to cut back to when they're talking, you can see pictures of them at the cabin as teenagers. I mean, I guess it's just kind of those things where, like, they all felt like they were abandoned. You know? Huh. So, I mean, I'm not... I also hate them. So, I'm like, you don't have to, you know, be a bitch about it. But, like... Yeah. Also, the, you can tell there's, like, some hurt and some anger behind, like, quote-unquote, abandoning Mia and then, you know, mm-hmm. her die, their dying mom, so. And I think something that they never touched on, uh, and there might have been clues in the pictures that I just didn't pay attention to, but I think that Olivia had a thing for David the entire time. Yeah. I can see that. I think that yeah. was because Natalie was a new character. Mm-hmm. That was someone that was found. And, and that mm-hmm. was, yeah, go ahead. I'm, well, I was just saying, because everything that David did and or said, Olivia took so personally. And that's kind of what my, like, point was about that. I heard you're a doctor. Now I'm a registered nurse. It's like that need to, like, constantly, like, correct and regain the power in the conversation. Mm-hmm. There is some kind of connection there, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. I at least think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see it. So throughout all of these scenes, and they start off with doing it very, fairly subtly from, like, even the first time that they enter the cabin. They start talking about the smell. The smelly, mm-hmm. That smelly, smelly smell that smells smelly. Well, it's just Mia, and everybody's like, no, you're not a smelly thing. I'm like, and when we find out what's under there, I'm like, you guys need your noses checked. <laughs> there is <laughs> no real. way. It's just Mia. actually patient zero for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dog, Grandpa, which yeah, I think Grandpa is the cutest is like, name. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grandpa beating on the rug, like, hey. Hey. <laughs> Like, what's wrong, Grandpa? They open up the... He's, or like, they pointing put, <laughs> at the... <laughs> they probably just... Put, that's probably, like, rabbit's blood that they use, so Could he be. would go after it. Because, yeah. uh, like, so they pull the rug back, and there's mm-hmm. just this giant swoosh of blood mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. the uh, into the secret cellar. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, why would you go down there? Because yeah. I'm already ready to leave this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, when we go to go in the cabin, I see the door has been knocked in. I'm going to be like, uh, I don't think this is a good idea. I'm pretending I'm the girlfriend. I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea, guys. Like, I'm just going to skedaddle. I'll see you later. But then once I see the slasher situation. Right. And once I see the blood on there, I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm out. Get the fuck out of here. Like, this is stupid. I'll take, she can come stay with me. I'll get her clean. But let's get the fuck out. That would have been my first thing. The blood. I wouldn't even open the door. I would have called the cops immediately. <laughs> right. I will tie her to a bed until she withdraws, mm-hmm. then stay here. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and as a friend of us famously said, the plot's got to move forward somehow. Yeah. So we 110%. go. We go under the floorboards anyway. <laughs> that one was less intentional. There were so many burned cats. Yeah. There were so many burned. Like cats. I tried to pause and count it. I think I got at least twenty-five. Yeah. Holy at the shit. least. Yeah. So many, and I feel like there may have been more that I just wasn't seeing. Hundred percent. That's a lot of cats. Yeah. So trigger warning for a lot of animal death, guys. Like yeah, a lot. Yeah, for real. Don't worry, I'll add for that real. to the trigger warning because yeah. I already have to after the swamp scene. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. We see these fucking mangled, burned cats hanging from the under the floorboards, mm-hmm. I guess. And now we have this book that we see off in the distance. And there, I will say I was looking for a little bit of a reference uh, like they did in the original Evil Dead because something that was really cool was when Bruce Campbell goes down into the basement in the first movie, uh, when he finds the book and the tapes, there is a sign for the hills have eyes. Mm. Maybe that's what the first scene was about. Could be. Maybe that was the... <laughs> he brought it in that way. He's yeah, like, let's oh get us some hill folk in here. Yeah, oh my God. Maybe it's all coming together. But (laughs) anyways, so the book is wrapped in a black contractor bag and bound in like Like barbed barbed wire, wire. Mm -hmm. which I don't think there's a better way to say don't open this. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And and the way they kind of did this in this. So they bring it upstairs or Eric does, I Mm -hmm. guess. And sorry, I didn't know why I needed to look at you. And and that's kind of why I just groan when I hear my name in movies. Eric. Those are always the assholes or the dummies. Sorry, Eric. It's just true. It rings true. The whole time time I was like, fuck you, Eric. What are you thinking? How would you touch that thing? I can handle it. So, So we go upstairs and, uh, now Mia is just pacing in the rain and like we have these shots of like people just like watching her pace and they're like should we help her no she's fine and then I kind of put this down as Eric's a fucking moron yeah Eric fucks up because he opens the book anyway yeah he mm-hmm. clips through the barbed wire and the pa- the first page they open to says don't read this book it's, it's yeah <laughs> Well, before that, you see him bring it upstairs, and he has the shotgun and the shotgun shells. Mm-hmm. So there's the other shotgun clue. And then she's like, we shouldn't have brought this up. And, you know, and I was like, well, yeah, listen to Mia. She's talking about the smell. This this bitch knows what she's talking about. She's telling you everything not to do. And you guys are like, fuck it. She's a heroin addict. So right. can't trust her. She's one with the world. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of like that, like you said about the page, like with that right now, it hit like an episode of Looney Tunes where it's like, <laughs> it's like, don't go into this cave. And you go like five feet in. It's like, seriously, turn around. You know? What yeah. I, mean? I mean, that's what it said. It was like, like don't turn this page. And he's like, okie dokie. I'm going to yeah. turn it. And he's like, like, seriously, no, don't seriously, don't stop. read this. And he's like, I'm gonna start doing the wax scribbling thingy, and right. that pissed me off yeah. so much because yeah, yeah. I was like, how the fuck? You literally ignored every warning sign that was in English. Mm. I'm not even talking, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm not even talking <laughs> about the Sumerian text. I'm talking about the people who opened this book and yeah. wrote it, and I guess blood. I got like halfway through it, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but 
he does read the words. And I will say, I would, this is always my favorite part of an Evil Dead mm-hmm. movie because my favorite Sumerian word that they use every time, I don't even know if it's real. I'll be honest <laughs> with knows? you. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that I'm just. Not Sumerian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not Sumerian. <laughs> but that mighty just, Gunda! And like, you know, you get the fucking Raimi cam shooting through the mm-hmm. woods and everything's like, bam, bam, bam. Right. And the fucked up part of this is it hits Mia. Mm-hmm. It hits mm-hmm. fucking Mia, not the dumb piece of shit who made <laughs> all of this happen. At least in like the the original Evil Dead, they just set the tape player down. Right. And one girl ran out of the house and mm-hmm. she got to get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This one was just like, well, look at <laughs> She <now."> is. <laughs> She's <Yeah>. closest. <laughs> And then she starts vomiting. But before that, when he's turned the pages, he spills blood on the page. So I don't know. I don't remember if in the original, if that was like a thing. Did you have to get blood on the page? Because they made a big deal about like that one drop of blood on there. I just know like if there's any fluid that you don't want dripping on an unholy book, it's probably blood. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Please remember the crosses do nothing. one of those things too were like i know what you're talking about because it the way they shot that it felt like it was supposed to hit really hard mm-hmm. but yeah. but bef- like i don't know it just seemed like because they never touch on it again you know yeah I mean? so i was like maybe i'm missing something from the original one maybe that was like a thing they had to do no it was like you just say the words and then we just start fucking killing people yeah. <laughs> which i mean i get which this is like coming back to the as above, so below thing. And it's like, why can you read this in English? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not a sounded out kind of situation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I can tell you if I was to read that book, nothing would get summoned because I could not read it properly. They'd be like, oh, she was so close. Damn it. Now we can't possess people. <laughs> oh, fuck. I read it backwards. Turns <laughs> the book upside down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus comes yeah. down. <laughs> tell Mm -hmm. she's starting to have those like those deadite tendencies and she's like locked away in her room and everyone's like david you should probably go check on your sister because she's like having she just had this giant meltdown a little bit Mm -hmm. ago she's i don't know if i want to give her more horse trank yet (laughs) (laughs) my od from that dude i'm telling you that doesn't seem like a healthy use of like you know, you're sworn to do no harm in medicine and that kind of thing. So it's like, I don't know. If horse trank can kill Keith Moon, yeah. I don't need to be doing right. it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Eric, you commented on yeah. how amazing the acting in this scene was. Levy's performance from this point forward was unbelievable. In this mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and it was funny because the way they cut that scene up was actually sprinkled throughout the original trailer for this mm-hmm. movie. And it was funny because few times have I ever jumped during a movie. Mm-hmm. I have done it during uh, The Dark Knight, which is mm-hmm. weird enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I have done it during this movie. And when David sits down and says, Mia, that snap reaction of her turning mm-hmm. her head. Mm-hmm. I, like, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, nothing's mm-hmm. happening. Everything's fine. 
Yeah, she's an amazing actress. The look of madness that was painted across her face was something that people try to pull off in acting a lot. And it just always comes off a little bit overacted. Mm -hmm. This looked genuine terror mixed with an absolute loss of all semblance of control and everything. And it it was so spot on. And the way she dialed back her speaking for that, like, Mm -hmm. whisper between her Mm -hmm. and David was so haunting. Mm -hmm. Like, her, it was was incredible. Mm -hmm. And she had the wild eyes. And, I mean, she did great. I was like, ooh, you're going to do some amazing things, which I don't know if she has or not. I haven't kept up with her career, but. She actually had a uh, series on CW that apparently did really well. Um, I saw that. I never watched it. Yeah, my partner did. I, it was definitely not my vibe. It was like, oh, I know what your heart song is. And I was like, I don't give a shit what that is. <laughs> when she was really young, she was actually on Shameless. Uh, she oh, played Mandy for like a couple episodes before. I guess she left. I don't know why, but that's all I know her from is playing Mandy on Shameless. Cool. Oh, okay. Okay. Very cool. I, I've heard that show's really good from what I've seen uh, in just, you know, side stuff that Laura, mm-hmm. Laura just watched that recently. And it seems like it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's very comical. I'm surprised I haven't watched it since there's like bipolar gay people. It's like a depressing comedy. I, didn't, I haven't watched the last two seasons, but. Before we leave this room, it was funny because David has like the most like parent moment in like horror movies though yeah. mm-hmm. where you look like an idiot because he just goes okay good luck with uh you know with draws. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll, I'll come back and check on you Hang here in there. And, and, and as he walks out we see the deadite mia in the mirror mm-hmm. and she's just mm-hmm. like <laughs> <laughs> which actually was i remember in the theater when i was watching i was sitting next to it was like my husband's beside me i was in the middle of my friend was next to me and he went to grab my hand and he actually like fully felt me up and i was like ah so every time i watched that scene i was like just me actually getting felt up by like my childhood friend (laughs) (laughs) well so now i think we get into uh you know she has her complete meltdown oh actually i skipped ahead because before this scene was actually when she tried to leave. Mm-hmm. She steals the car. She runs it into the. Well, actually, she sees like the dead eye version of herself on the road. Swerves, hits the river. And, and yeah. Yeah. So now she's starting to hear like people call out for her and all this kind of stuff. And I think there's a reason that we skipped this part. But sure. we need to just for people that are going to watch this movie at some point mm-hmm. for trigger warning purposes. Uh, so. Anyways, as every Evil Dead movie has, is there has to be a sodomy scene. Because mm-hmm. apparently that's just how it has to start every time. Yeah. Um, so we get to the swamp. Mia tries to get away. She gets through, like, I will say the foliage in this movie was incredible. Like it was Oh, it was so beautiful. Creepy. It was mm-hmm. so creepy. Like, it was, like, all of these dehydrated thorn and bramble. Looking and, like, like some Maleficent shit. Yeah. It's yeah, like, very haunting. So we get to the point where she kind of like gets pulled up by the trees and Mm -hmm. the dead eye version of herself opens her mouth. And there's so usually like in these evil dead movies, there's just like a stick that they do it with. Mm -hmm. And it's just, ah, but in this case, it was like, again, they had special effects now. It was like like a foot in diameter and just like crawls all the way up there. And she just like lets out this primal scream. It was also thorny. Uh, yeah, I try not to think about that, and I, I, I don't even have one. <laughs> I mean, you have something that can be a show, some, you can show something up there, so just <laughs> mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's very thorny. Yeah. Uh, I watched it, I was like, ew. 
Yeah, I'm horrible. To make the Miso Thorny jokes. I've got, I've got one lined up here in a minute. And you're gonna like it. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Okay. Yeah. So, do we move back to the cabin or? Yeah. Now, we're, well, we're in the cabin now. Okay. Um, uh, Mia's having PTS tree. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll pass it back because that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> or, whatever, or whatever you want to say. I hate editing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she she was actually left by uh, David to deal with her PTSD. Yeah. So now we know that she is full on possessed because mm-hmm. that's actually how deadites possess right. people is by raping. Unfortunately. Them. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> right. we didn't ask for it. Yeah. They just did it. We just well, it's not them. an Evil Dead movie if you don't have a treat rape. So. I guess not. Well, they managed to do Army of Darkness without it. Well, yeah. it wasn't a tree. <laughs> well, okay, I'll change it. It's not a, a Evil Dead movie if there's no rape scene. Yeah. You... <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Raimi. <laughs> that can't be your go-to. Just, let's say Sa- Sam Rapey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving on past that. Uh, <laughs> so now uh, David is kind of conversing with scooby and the gang Mm -hmm. and just like hey guys like she's going through some shit right Mm -hmm. now he's being the understanding brother and then there's just this super dark shot of like mia's feet moving with the double barreled Mm -hmm. shotgun being dragged behind her and i was like it has come Mm -hmm. it is time And I think it's funny that you pointed out Scooby and the gang based on what happens next. <laughs> Jinkies! Yeah, well, Scooby <laughs> doesn't turn out so well for Scoob, as we find out. No. We oh, have- we forgot to add. So while she's doing this, like, while this rape scene, sorry to bring it back up, is happening to her, stupid Eric is sitting there reading the fucking book again in the cabin. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Eric, lay off the fucking book. Yeah. <laughs> like, get off of it. Put, put the barbed wire back on the book right wrap it up in the plastic trash bag staple that you, back on there you can tell he's a doomer oh, he's the worst he's really into shit like that could you imagine because they are a couple could you imagine having to be around them i would just it'd be depressing it would after listening to david's dialogue through this movie no because <laughs> he was supposed like it was so funny because he was so supposed to be the ash character yeah but it was mia the whole time <laughs> Uh, so anyways, yeah, we have these, fl- the reason that we're kind of having these flashes is, uh, grandpa is dead. He got beat to death with a hammer and mm-hmm. then David's like, yeah, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Mia, she's in the shower, opens the door. Mia. <laughs> <laughs> Burning to death. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's just boiling alive in there, which I don't understand what that little box is. The little Oh, the oh, furnace? The pilot light. Oh, is that their pilot light? Okay. Yeah, so that's just like an old school, like, that just feeds more gas into it for their water heater. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because I guess, I think back then it went through, like, a direct line, so it was just mm-hmm. heating the pipe mm-hmm. that was going up through. And I think they used, okay. like, or some I'm shit. Glad, I'm glad we approved on that technology. That... <laughs> <laughs> Your kid's just down there, you know. <laughs> How hot is it? <laughs> so now, you know, we're trying to, like, deal with Mia. We're, like, mm-hmm. shooting her up with horse trank. We're trying to, like... And it's so funny, too, because, like, Eric commented on the fact that uh, when she's walking down the hallway that Olivia was like, I put enough horse trank in her to put a horse tr- a horse down. Yeah. 
And again, I mean, I was you killed like, her. No, not, not my registered nurse. You know what I'm <laughs> I was like a horse, a whole horse. <laughs> She's a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Jane Levy's like 45 pounds. <laughs> yeah, she's tiny. So now we have the shotgun dragging and it's starting to like raise mm-hmm. up. And David's like, Mia, put the gun down. Mia, put the fucking gun down. And it's funny because like when he first says it, the gun is actually like touching the ground. It's down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't know what part of you think like there's like three more steps that have to happen before you're in danger of being shot yeah and it was like the most slow motion slow burn ever for her pulling up Mm -hmm. the shotgun my thing is i love my sister with all my heart if she pulled a gun on me i would know that it's not her (laughs) right (laughs) or hope to god it's not her (laughs) (laughs) yeah but also like why are you standing in front of this gun (laughs) yeah i'd be ducking i'd be climbing under stuff Throwing yeah, yeah. ninja stars. It's awful. You have enough time to tackle her if you wanted to, honestly. I was going to say he had an honest 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, so whatever, man. He had it coming. Um, one thing that we did, and maybe we just, our notes, my notes are out of order. One thing I think I left out is just that there was an attempt to get Olivia out of there, mm-hmm. and the bridge was out. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just another yeah. like, Mia out. Or Mia, not Olivia, I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's like that that iconic scene for yeah. the where like the bridge, you can't escape. Right. Yeah, but this time it's just like the creek is risen or something like that. So, right. but yeah, we did skip that part over. And then whenever he turns back to like look at her and she's all slobbered on herself and everything, mm-hmm. and she just kind of puts on a little smile. And we cut back again to the dumbass Eric. And he's reading the book again, and he sees the page where you see the tree raping scene. And I was like, my man, it's telling you what the fuck is happening. And you're just like, it's fine. She's talking about it. Just coincidence. It's mm-hmm. quinky dink that she said she got raped by a tree, and now I'm seeing this. It's, it's nothing. It's right. so crazy that she got sodomized by nature <laughs> and poured boiling water on herself. Both yeah. of these things are in this book right. that I read out of. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> Eric. <laughs> I'm telling you. Eric, that piece of shit. I, look, I gotta work so hard. <laughs> you know, think about every literary instance of an Eric, right? None of them are good. Right. I mean, honestly, I've never met an Eric I've been very fond of. What Sorry. Uh, no, 100 percent She's still I think, zero for twelve. <laughs> I, I think I think your best Eric is probably like Little Mermaid Eric, but even that Eric got mm-hmm. a statue of himself for his birthday. You know what I mean? It's so definitely it's like, Eric Andre. <laughs> Eric Andre. Okay. I like Eric Andre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, I truly one do. Now. <laughs> one for ten now. One for ten. <laughs> uh, we got like 45 more minutes. I'm about to change some minds. <laughs> Um, so now we kind of like really pick up the pace of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it does kind of feel like it starts moving. Yeah. yeah. Mia is now like going crazy, going on a shooting spree. She shoots David in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Well, she peppers him. Mm-hmm. He's just fine. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't bring it up again. <laughs> right. Honestly, he doesn't talk about it at all. He's right. like, it's fine. He That's doesn't... my sister. It's fine. This happens all the time. She's just <laughs> withdrawing from heroin. <laughs> So now we have, uh, we wind up rolling her, or what was it that actually knocked her down? Oh, so. Yeah, it was the spirit that broke open all the windows mm -hmm. and shit in the house. And she's mm -hmm. like, you're all going to die tonight. Fucking drops to the ground. And everyone's like, 
will you get the fucking gun? Yeah. <laughs> and Olivia crawls over and goes to get it, which she was so fucking slow. I'm like, Olivia, you're fucking fine. Get, get the fuck up. And then, you know, she ends up jumping uh, on Olivia and throws up all that blood on her face. And I was like, yeah, that's what needed to happen. Fuck you, Olivia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, it almost looks like something pulled uh, her back into the cellar almost. I think it was David. I think David got okay. over the back of her and just ripped her down into it. And mm-hmm. Eric came over and did the padlock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't a padlock. It was, like, one of the shitty, like, bar locks that mm-hmm. you just right. put on your door and pretend that you're safe at night. Right. <laughs> at least the chain lock makes a noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they kick your fucking door open. Mm-hmm. It, it sort of becomes clear, though, at this point, like, to everybody in the cabin, finally, that it's the book that's causing all of this, though. You know, they're starting to piece this together. You know, the I mystery. think they're just starting to piece together that everything's weird. Right, well, and so... Because Eric is yeah. saying, like, this beat around the bush. He's saying it's witchcraft. And he know, yeah, 100%. This is why everybody hates Eric. Right. And he's um, still not, he still hasn't fully looked at the book and seen everything that he needs to see to be like, oh, shit. Right. What's happening? You know, right. he's still like, oh, we found dead cats. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, Olivia becomes possessed at this point mm-hmm. uh, and pisses herself promptly. Which I want to say, she is one super dehydrated woman because that is the most orange pee I've ever seen. It I was, was like, the Jesus same color Christ! Whatever they poured on that girl at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I bet her pee is flammable because that is. I was like, damn, that bitch is really orange. She is an unhealthy nurse because yeah. it's actually orange glow for the wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's power of pine salt, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I actually had notes that said Olivia Pease. <laughs> I, have, I have a note saying what I just said about the orange. I was like, look at her super orange pea is what I wrote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I forget. Hey, exactly. So now, like, we kind of get to, I mean, there's some scene, there's a scene where uh, Eric and David are kind of talking for mm-hmm. a minute. And this happens like four or five times in the movie. And it's just like, it wasn't completely necessary, but it just was what it was. Yeah. So then uh, Eric's like, I'm going to go check on Olivia. Mm-hmm. And like, this is probably one of the creepiest things that I've ever heard in a movie. When he opens the bathroom door, you can hear like that grit mm-hmm. on the flesh from the, the tearing. The, yeah. yeah. That oh wasn't my. slicing. That was tearing. Yeah. yeah just and, and serrated, mm-hmm. lacerated the inside mm-hmm. of the cheek. Which was actually one of the pages he had looked at in the future for, mm-hmm. like, peeling your face off. Yeah. <laughs> and this is probably my favorite moment in the entire movie. He's just like, why would you do that? And he backs <laughs> up and he slips on the piece of fucking flesh and cracks himself on the <laughs> It made such a nasty, like, squeaky so squish sound. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding his back. It's like, God damn, dude. So here's, this is one point of trauma for me that I want to highlight in this sequence because Eric versus Olivia, as it turns out, Eric gets fucked up and has no business being alive. No. Absolutely no business being alive. 
stop stabbing me with the syringe. Yeah. Yeah, and she just gone to town around his eye. And I was like, how is his eye not bleeding? That's insane. Mm. <laughs> those lenses were rated or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you can do work in those glasses. That you're not going to catch chips or whatever. I don't know. And it was she fucking fi- goofy. She finally starts crawling towards him. Yeah. And she, he just fucking ices her with the cracked mm-hmm. piece of the toilet. Mm-hmm. For kill number one. Kill number fucking one. Finally. finally. Unless <laughs> we're counting the dog. No. Which I didn't. <laughs> Grandpa. <No. laughs> Grandpa. Well, you got all the cats, too, so... Uh, true. <laughs> if we're counting animals in this movie, yeah. I don't see cats as people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also, there's a part where he pulls the needle from under his eye, and I was like, ooh, it was disgusting. I like the whole movie was so Sam Raimi could do that. <laughs> okay, so I have some, I know we'll get to that. I have so many problems with the people in this fucking movie, because they're just constantly pulling weapons out of people's body. I was like, you dumbasses, you're going to bleed to death. Why don't you just pull all this shit out of your body parts? I was like, this is insane. And that's where it'll take you to the, you know. To the, the glass, The glass in the, the chest. Mm-hmm. And he just janks it out. I was like, oh, no. Why would you do that? So this that is another example of what I was talking about earlier, where David does not know where the heart is on the human body. Also, this dude, like, when, when he rips it out of his chest, pumps, like, four times, and I'm like, you're dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. There's many times I was like, and Eric's dead, and then I had to come back, like, fuck, he's not dead yet. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down as, David is not a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and his girlfriend's just standing there like, it's okay, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to help out. She's like, I'll find duct tape. I'm like, you can't duct tape yeah. a heart together, man. Hey, listen. I've seen duct tape save some family members' lives, so don't <laughs> knock it till you try it. Oh, pr- you'll have to pray tell about those in the interview. Because <laughs> I'm interested now. Because, like, my thing was, like, keeping blood in your body is not what saves your life. <laughs> and this man survived most of the rest of this movie. It's That's insane. Kind of my point. Uh, That's kind of my point. We have our sequence with Natalie becoming um, sort of like now she's becoming susceptible to, you know, the mm-hmm. deadite and everything. And so um, she's starting the to turn. really hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get the hand. And at first I'm like, okay, this is an allusion to the hand. Yeah. We're about to lose a hand. You know what I mean? And all because that she was bitten yeah. in the cellar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. She goes down to the cellar because Mia tricks her and she's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down to that honey pot i was like bitch why are you doing that, <laughs> that honey pot. And, and then and then she gets bit on yeah. it there was the and cut then, tongue in half there are like four oh minutes. that was gross yeah I was like, oh. kiss me animal and then she's like animal? is that what she said no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no it's not. and then she sticks her tongue down her mouth i was like ew and then david pulls his girlfriend out i was like well your girlfriend's ruined now for many reasons. She is sullied. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny too, because like as the hand kind of takes over, the door like slams. Mm-hmm. But when she finally like slides down against the cabinets, the doors open so that like Mia can watch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, you know, I forgot to say this, but there's a point wherever Mia's earlier where she's walking outside in circles. For some reason, they show her like Natalie cutting into that nasty pork t- tenderloin that was just super bloody. I'm like, you guys are all going to get poisoned. And so she's pork. using the electric cutter. It yeah. was tainted. <laughs> yeah, it was foul. I was like, you can't eat that. You're all going to die from like pork. <laughs> <Well, laughs> <laughs> Mark that. <laughs> 
I would rather die by steak than zombie any given day. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh no, shitting to death doesn't sound great. Uh, well, you know what? Neither does anything else that happens in this world. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got on shitting to death and just lost. <laughs> it's fine. I was just thinking about Elvis. I was like, we should just stay on Elvis up and ask him. Well, he hasn't been in his bathroom yet since I. <laughs> so I mean, like, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. So now uh, we get to this point where we haven't run back into Natalie yet after this scene, mm-hmm. and we have. Um, David finds Eric on his knees in front of, uh, I guess, duct tape did save the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It meant hearts all, all mm-hmm. around the world every day. Uh, but he's sitting there and the book is just on fire and yeah. he just goes, it just doesn't burn. <laughs> I thought this would work. Also, like, why didn't you test that first? Yeah. <laughs> if I picked up a book that didn't burn, I would, I would either A, carry it with me always mm-hmm. Or make sure no one ever found it. Right. I would put it in, like, a Gigli collector box. Barbed wire, perhaps. <laughs> There's, like, <laughs> on it. You would write over and over, do not read this, do yeah. not read this. That's what you would do. Like, it I hope so. I realize it's what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> you will get possessed and raped by a tree. No, 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 no. <laughs> Trees don't care about your consent. <laughs> High treason, am I right? <laughs> hey, I'm going to have PTS tree after this episode. <laughs> That's what you can name the episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not clever. We just put the fucking movie title. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the book doesn't burn. And then we get back to her cutting her fucking arm off. And our, my partner actually made the comment that she's doing it from, like, the widest angle from her bicep uh-huh. to, like, cut down across uh-huh. to her forearm and she's just mm-hmm. like remember vertical not horizontal <laughs> <laughs> she was that angle cut a hundred percent and before this they actually find out that uh eric and uh david find out that this is actually when they decide to take the book seriously mm-hmm. and this is when you find that they need five souls to escape and then you'll see rain and blood and then you, the demon will come out and then that's when you cut to the to the lady badly yeah. cutting her you know we just can't even hear raining blood without thinking about slayer anymore oh <laughs> uh, you know i was just thinking it's raining men the whole time <laughs> bleeding men <laughs> it's just bleeding like men. men falling down <laughs> yeah Hallelujah. <laughs> There's a butt cheek. <laughs> oh, I got a penis. <laughs> I got a cock. <laughs> I got like a whenever butt. it snows and you have your mouth open to catch the snowflakes. And <laughs> 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 dick just blew my mouth. Oh, I got a colon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nasty. Uh, so we cut our arm off. We are... Is this when David actually comes back in with Eric? Well, she's standing at the fridge, and he sees her leaning up against it, and she goes something like, I got it out of me. And she turns, and her arm's hanging on by, like, just a sliver of skin. Sinew. And it goes, and plops off. And David's like, what the fuck did you do? And she's like, it's, which would have been my reaction, but way worse. I would have started screaming. I think she's coming at David and Eric at this point with the song. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're having the conversation now. 
because it's not the saw that she comes at him with. You start, Mm -hmm. we go back to Eric and, or I guess David checks on her Mm -hmm. and it's like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. I'm going to go grab Eric real quick and I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. And Eric is like gaslighting the fuck Mm -hmm. out of uh, David. He's like, you know what you need to do to Mia. You're just mm-hmm. a fucking coward. And it's just like, I'm scared of shit right now. Like you Burn your sister alive, you dumb bitch. Yeah. And then you start hearing the... Yeah. And it, fucking, like, Legolas arrows. Like, sitting <laughs> through the fucking... Yeah. They have time to, like, turn around. Her aim is so bad. Also, I would like to point out, that is not how nail guns work. Yeah. No, nah, you have to have the pressure on it. Yep, there is a safety compressor on the very front of it. So unless she took a piece of duct tape on either side mm-hmm. and pulled it back, which very possible. It in. can save lives and take lives. <laughs> yeah. I just have trouble believing that a deadite wouldn't just pick something else up mm-hmm. if it wasn't working. So now, like, I will say, even though Eric is the worst character and everyone hates him, he has the shittiest time in this movie. <laughs> like he gets he gets it handed to him. I think he survived this movie for so long to get more fucked up. <laughs> yeah. He's like Curly from the Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's a, and that's why he's laughing yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, because it was like. Uh, she comes in, she's shooting. She shoots uh, David like three times in the mm-hmm. leg. And he's like, oh, fuck, my, my thigh. And falls over. <laughs> where she shoots Eric like 12 times yeah. in the arm and like in his leg. His yeah. hand. Yeah, all over the fucking place. And he's beat the fuck up. And he's like, get the shotgun before she comes back. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> well, and he, I didn't, I don't know how it happened. He somehow gets a hold of the nail gun too. And he just starts shooting her in the face over and over. And I was like, damn, look at you go. That was such a mistake. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. She like, I guess she just like put it on the ground and picked up a crowbar and just like mm-hmm. beat David with mm-hmm. it for a minute until, like you're saying, like Eric just starts busting rounds. In, oh yeah. <laughs> in our girl, mm-hmm. and she's like, turns around, starts beating the fuck out of Eric with mm-hmm. this crowbar, and he's like, no, stop it. He's just like three to the head and keep him I thought he died velocity that can break two fingers off of like the rest of the hand system you know what I mean (laughs) so the fact that he gets hit three times in the head and still doesn't die with that same level I'm just saying (laughs) and she rises for that last what should have been the killing blow Mm -hmm. well actually all of them should have been the killing blow he should be dead that's exactly my point yeah she raises it up and she does like you know the deadite twitch Mm -hmm. or the monster mash Mm -hmm. I guess and as she like raises it up, you just see the shotgun blast blow her other arm mm-hmm. off. Eric goes, "Do you need a hand?" <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because like mutilation was another one of the things that right. like, kills the Kandari spirit or the deadite mm-hmm. that's inside of you. So the last moments of this girl's life were horrible because mm-hmm. she turns around and goes, "David, why does my face hurt?" <laughs> right? <And she's> like, <laughs> crawls on the ground with like her nubs you know and she's got like eight nails in her face he's like it's okay baby i'm like no. he's just cradling her i love my husband we've been together for 15 years but if he came up to me and i'll like, look the fuck away from me and i would shove him away there's no way there's no way 
we have a blood nail all over me. (laughs) We have a you know leave behind relationship. The best part about this scene and watching it in theaters for the first time was (laughs) that scene where Eric just starts laughing Mm -hmm. into crying. The entire theater started laughing. Because it was like this moment of like reprieve for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, so Eric gets nailed. Yeah, Eric got nailed. And then crowbar. And then Eric laughs. That's my notes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Uh, so I guess we'll go ahead and clock Nat at uh, kill number two. Kill number fucking two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we kind of move on to the well. We've read through the book now. We kind of have an idea of like what you need to do. And they don't say it out loud, but I think we kind of figure out what not Ash's plan is. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's in the fucking full denim. He looks like he's goddamn Ash at right. this point. You know, I don't like him, and I never put together that he was supposed to be the Ash character. I was always like, it's Mia, it's Mia, it's Mia, from the beginning. Story-wise, it absolutely is. Mm -hmm. It it 100% is. And I think that was supposed to be, like, a misdirect Mm -hmm. for the movie. I think you're supposed to latch on to... Subterfuge, yeah. What? (laughs) I think it was supposed to be one of those things where, like, you pick up on this character... That is, I think since they made Mia the Deadite, you didn't really know that it was supposed to be. Because, like, ultimately, mm-hmm. and I'll go on a short diatribe about this, ultimately this movie is a melding of Evil Dead 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. It takes aspects of both of them. That's why our, our main character, being Mia, was a Deadite, became not a Deadite, gets a chainsaw, kills the fucking big bad right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she was the the heroine the entire time right so yeah now we go down into the well because we're trying to what are we even fucking doing in the well? uh we're gonna have a combo with mia i think he takes david outside and he's like david I'm going to go take care of Mia, right? And he goes to burn. He goes to burn the house down. Come on, Pookie. Let's burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah. And then she starts singing the lullaby. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to give her some horse tranquilizer and I'm going to I'm 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 bury this bitch. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was. That's why we were going mm-hmm. into the well yeah. to get Mia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a short talk and her out that was so far out of concept for me because I, I was like why would you go into mm-hmm. the dragon's lair that's fucking stupid right. there's not even treasure down there there's just murder <laughs> <laughs> so he goes down there and gets bodied by the same by the same dead-eyed mia mm-hmm. and gets box cuttered mm-hmm. that she was doing the two-tongue tango with earlier right, yeah. <laughs> a couple times in fact a couple yeah. times yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, and then we have Eric finally have his redeeming moment in this movie. I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just like kind of comes up behind her and hits her in the back of the head. And literally everyone is just like, how are you still alive? <laughs> and he gets like knifed in the stomach and then like promptly dies. <laughs> because he pulls like... it out. He pulls it out. He's like, you know what? Let me pull this out of my body. Right. And now I'm dead. Yeah. Like, you still haven't that... learned. I love that that was the killing blow because he literally pulled it out like it was out like maybe an inch and a half. 
It's like when you're playing a video game and you've got one hit point left. <laughs> you feel like I'm still alive. But like a paper cut is going to end my life here. It's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite literally just a flesh wound. Like, yeah, no, that's yeah. all it took. Uh, so now we get to the burial because we have, I think it's fucked up that we can trank Mia now, but we couldn't trank her earlier. Right. But I guess that's the, the the story has to progress somehow. So what was really cool about this scene was I read an interview with Jane Levy about how apparently she was actually being buried. Uh, the bag that was over her head, they had a tube that was running under the mm-hmm. mask to an oxygen tank that was buried right next to her. So that whole scene was her being buried alive mm-hmm. because they wanted to do it in single shots and mm-hmm. Jane Levy was like, well, I don't want to stunt double. And I was like, this is the most gangster thing mm-hmm. I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like the thought of being buried alive already makes most people just want to die in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fact that she had a plastic bag over her mm-hmm. head the entire time right. was, it was that, especially like her acting. Cause she's like breathing into it and it's suctioning mm-hmm. to her face. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's fucking crazy to me that somebody yeah. was like, I, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was about to say when she's like sucking in and out. I was like, oh my god, that's such good acting because that alone would have made me made me start panicking. No. Yeah. And How did they get the the carbon out? That's what I'm saying. They you know didn't. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They fucking did. I just thought about that. I was like, wait a minute. When you're you can't breathe with. Hey, never mind. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> they just pumped more oxygen. Right. <laughs> that's so sick. Yeah, it's it is yeah. fucking sick. And I will say this scene. Uh, dialogue's a big part of me for really. Uh, anything that I try to enjoy, especially in like a lot of forms of media. Yes. Mm-hmm. The dialogue in this scene, it's not even a dialogue. It's more of a monologue mm-hmm. because David only interjects like maybe once or twice, but the way Jane Levy portrayed this dead eye hitting mm-hmm. David in his fucking soul mm-hmm. chakra was mm-hmm. like, holy mm-hmm. shit. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, mom hates you, right? Mm-hmm. We know. Cause I'm down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting, like raped next to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, she says, "I know your mother hates or I know your mother hates you and she waits for you in hell and starts doing this like that creepy breathing thing where she's just like <sighs> And I was like, "Ooh, she made him feel like so bad." <laughs> that shit actually fucked me up the first time I watched mm-hmm. it. Like there were a couple of nights where I would like have that vision in my head of just that smile mm-hmm. under the plastic bag mm-hmm. and it was that was a lot. Not great. <laughs> that was a lot. Not great. <laughs> Luckily, I'm 30 now, and I'm just like, just get out of my house. <laughs> Come back later. Okay. There's, there's dream catchers everywhere. Right. <laughs> you know, the plan is together, which is really just like, David has a car battery that is connected to two syringes that he's going to try and defibrillate her. That's with. medicine. <laughs> yeah, because he had his whole shed moment, like when the first one with Ash in the shed and get everything ready. So they did mm-hmm. the same camera shot, which I, you know. I like the fact that they, like I said, they play paying homage to everything. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is absolutely. cool. You know. And it was very Ash, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of why, like, again, it felt like they were trying to trick the audience yeah. into believing that he was the Ash character mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but then you get that moment, you know, he covers her up after trying to defibrillate her, which was like the creepiest fucking, like, teddy bear mm-hmm. blanket I've ever seen. <laughs> And, like, he walks away, and all you hear is, David? Mm-hmm. And me, I was like, like hell no. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. Get the, fuck right. out, get the fuck out of here. Get the shotgun. 
But no, everything was fine. That movie actually threw me for a loop on that one because mm-hmm. I was completely convinced. Right. Because also in a lot of the other, uh, or sorry, in all of the other uh, Evil Dead instances, mm-hmm. that doesn't work. Right. No. Like, it might cleanse the soul, but they're dead. <laughs> there's there's just a page in the book that we haven't seen yet that uses two syringes and a car battery, and it has the little spirit flying away from the body. It's actually Ash <laughs> right. in, like, in, like, the army of darkness. He's, like, got, like, period. the thumbs up. <laughs> this so this is, this is where I think the one thing that I'm, like, I have a huge problem with this movie is she looks beautiful again. I'm, like, no. You were possessed. Your skin was boiled. You were just buried. Why do you look beautiful? You had a plastic bag over your head. That's uh, my biggest complaint about that. I was, like, what? You could have done. Where did he get the red dress, to? I was, like, where the fuck did he find this red dress, like, old-timey looking? Those are my biggest complaints. Out of the whole movie. It also heavily implied that he, like, saw his sister naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? I really tried to block that one out. <laughs> it's like, no. Nah, well, also, uh, to, to your same point, we literally just watched Natalie come back mutilated, mm-hmm. with still missing both of her arms, which I guess mm-hmm. you don't regrow those, but, like, fuck, dude. Like, she still has you, nails in her face. But you can, like, regrow skin, though. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just one of those, like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Movie's got to move forward somehow. Right. Uh, so now we have the team, and David's like, okay, well, I'm going to go back inside and burn the house. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those moments where I was just like, I think we all knew that he was going to die. Yeah. But in that same vein, it feels like after all of the shit that he went through, he just got mm-hmm. pumped. Yeah. He just didn't look behind himself and mm-hmm. just goes, ah, the fucked up part, actually, now that I think about it, is the fact that he used the needle nose, like, wire cutters mm-hmm. to kill him with, which is what Eric opened the fucking book with. I'm like, that is fucked. Mm-hmm. That is so <laughs> fucked. Because that's so many degrees away from anything that David even had to do with. Sure. <laughs> so, he's, so now he's walking out, you know, the plan is still to set the place on fire. And we have, like, almost this Watchmen moment of just, go! Mm-hmm. Go, Mia, go! <laughs> Do it! Kicks her out the door. He slams down against the door. And this is actually the most Ash moment in the entire movie. Uh, is he slides down against the door, holding his neck. He fucking spin kicks the, the shotgun mm-hmm. that swivels around to him. He catches it, mm-hmm. cocks it, loads it, and just fucking blows mm-hmm. away the gas tank. Right. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing. It was, sick. It was yeah. fucking amazing. It yeah. was like the it was like an action shot mm-hmm. for a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. It, was it was really so good. Awesome. When I watched this in theaters, I was like, oh, because at like I didn't remember this until I watched it, but then Eric goes before he's like you're going to go to hell. And in my head, I was like, oh, fuck. This is kill number five. Yep. <gasps> oh, my God. And then, I, you know. It said he's coming. Yeah, he's coming. I don't know why they kept referring to it as a he, because the person that came out was definitely, like, the Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how demons identify. It's <laughs> As they and them. <laughs> <laughs> We fuck everything. We are, <laughs> we are the pansexual demons. <laughs> it's just <laughs> playing raining blood <laughs> on a fender strat. I'm here for that energy. Yeah. So yeah, we have our ash moment, and much like in the mist, mm-hmm. if you can count, 
you already know where the rest of this story's going. Yes. Because mm-hmm. now we start to see that one singular drop just fucking hit right in the middle of her like necklace. Yeah, but there was some there was something about that wood. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Um, it doesn't fucking matter. Her willpower was plus two either yeah, way. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the blood drops. It starts raining fucking blood, mm-hmm. and now we're like the abomination is here. Mm-hmm. The music it, starts. It, oh, go ahead. No. I was saying, yeah, and the music starts, and it puts you in the mood, like, oh, some shit's mm-hmm. happening. This is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie King comes out of the ground. <laughs> so then we have the Abomination reaches out and clearly, I was like, why is his hand hot? I'm like, oh, right, because he's coming from hell. That's right. why it's like burning her skin. Right. right. And then we just I was wondering that too. You just answered that for me. Thank you. Because I was like, why does it burn her? If it makes you feel any better, it took me nine years to figure that out. So. <laughs> And I have watched it since it came out. Her nerve endings are fine now. <laughs> she can feel it. Some of them. Some of them don't exist anymore. Right. Uh, so, As we find out. So then we gotta have like the chicken runaround scene that and it's just like she runs into the shed and she's just like she, she gets, looks at the machete and then looks down at the chainsaw and we're, everyone's like yes. She gets her suit up scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mia suit up. <laughs> Oh, uh, Mia Queen. Yes. Yeah, oh, there, it, <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, there yeah, it is. Yeah. There it is. Um, and, you know, it's funny because she's trying to figure out how to make this thing work. And this was the blue shit I was talking about earlier. It looks like she was pouring fucking Windex <laughs> into the fucking chainsaw. Eric's like, it's coolant. I'm like, the tank's on empty. What, what does the coolant do? It's listerine. There's alcohol in there. <laughs> Be fine. Listerine. <laughs> <laughs> so she's trying to, you know, get get her up and revving. Right. <laughs> and that shit's been sitting there for decades. That ain't just gonna come on. <laughs> yeah. So now she's like, there's like this weird like causeway corridor thing mm-hmm. that's like there's space between the wall and right. the and the interior wall. Mm-hmm. It's so weird for a shed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's and a like, reinforced ass shed. <laughs> the, the best part is like to me, I was thinking like I would honestly kind of take the machete because you don't have to turn it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, <laughs> as she's like going through this little causeway, the machete just starts like going through the fucking wall. And the Mm -hmm. only thing that kind of, like, fucked me up about this scene is her legs are, like, up. Mm -hmm. Like, her knees... Because she's crawling. Because she's crawling. Mm -hmm. But she's crawling. She's doing, like, the the crab walk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, like, okay, if the machete goes through the wall and cuts your leg, instead of waiting for it to slowly pull back Mm -hmm. through the wall... Why don't you just lay your leg flat? Yeah. <laughs> or take a machete and try and bend it or something. You know or what I mean? Anything. There's like a lot do of options. Anything. <laughs> yeah. And then she finally kicks her way out, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and now we have our really kind of our uh, final scene, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're in uh, chainsaw massacre mode at this point, and she's got to get under the car, the old red Jeep and everything, and, you know... Because abominations don't see under cars. Well, right. You know, they're tall. Um, <laughs> and there's a, you know, chasing kind of runaround sort of vibe, and she does actually manage to, like, take the leg off of it, 
when she does, the creature lifts the vehicle up and it falls on her just hand. Just one hand. It right. just fucking palms and the so, And I'm like, okay, okay, now we get the hand. Now we get the hand, right? We get the hand now. And sure as shit, she has to, like, free herself from it. He's like, he's like, okay, I'll be around in a minute. It's like slowly crawling around. Stay right there. <laughs> you know? And she just pulls it off. Like, it wasn't even like I'm using the chainsaw to cut this free. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm going to pull until my hand fucking releases from itself, which is like, <laughs> that's crazy. And it, I don't know how that works. But Yeah. It's going to rip my muscles and my bones yeah. and my tendons. And we get the, we get that I will eat your soul, right? Mm-hmm. It's worded differently in this version. Yeah. I will feast on your soul yeah. is, I think, the direct quote from this one. And uh, she says, feast on this, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And we get your favorite shot in the movie immediately <laughs> following. It was, the, yeah. Yeah, it was the most Sam Raimi moment mm-hmm. in the entire movie because it was like, 20 gallons of fucking corn star or corn syrup blood going mm-hmm. everywhere and it's just her going ah! <laughs> the house is on fire it's raining blood it's backlit so you just see her silhouetted chopping through an abomination's upper fucking torso you know what i mean with the chainsaw and we're just like this is the evil dead this is what every moment yeah. in this in this series has finally culminated to is this one little shot right here mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was perfect I like I could even imagine like Sam Raimi just sitting in on the editing mm-hmm. for that scene, just like just like jerking off, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just, just stroking it. Calm down there, Sam Raimi. <laughs> right? I did. Get a, a bottle of next to a woman just going to town. <laughs> and then weirdly enough, the sun comes out. Everything is still on fire yeah. behind me. Mm-hmm. But like the abomination, like bubbles back into the ground it was actually very uh evil dead 2 mm-hmm. when they did the reverse shots yeah. of everything going in i thought that was a really mm-hmm. cool illusion and then the sun shines on a brighter day mm-hmm. and that's the fucking end We're of the done. movie yeah except for the most important part of the movie which is bruce campbell's cameo and it was hot yeah <laughs> it was uh it certainly was an amazing movie mm-hmm like even just talking about it, I'm like, mm, God, uh, that's I really, what I'm saying. I know. I literally watched it earlier, and I'm just like, <laughs> so uh, good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, we'll start with you. What would you rate this movie at? All right, um, I'm saying six yep. because I think it's a better than average horror slasher action special effects movie. All that shit. Mm-hmm. Still, just not as good as the originals for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, would you watch it again? Yeah. Totally. Hell yeah. yeah. Would you recommend it to somebody? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Watch the originals first, though, because this is definitely... There's a lot of nuances. The, yeah, and this, um, I don't want to use the word fan service, but this feels closer There's so to, much like... fan service in it. <laughs> well, and that, that, it feels like they did this for the fans of the original series. Like, if this was somebody's introduction to it, I think they'll be very confused when they go back and watch mm-hmm. the originals. And so yeah. it's like, I w- you have to watch A New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter... Which other ones you go to at that point, everybody's going to have their preferences. But mm-hmm. I, I think that you should mm-hmm. absolutely watch this one. Watch it last. Yeah. Michelle, what about you? What would you rate this movie at? I went like a solid like seven and a half, eight. And I told you, I can't remember if we talked about it then. I just feel like today's horror movies don't do it for me. And mm-hmm. so this was just like, yeah. And I said it earlier. I don't remember when. But this is almost like it had the slasher grossness to it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um 
I know there's some issues with it, but as far as like enjoying it, I just enjoyed the shit out of it. I loved it. Uh, I, this is my second time watching it, and then I watched it again today, so that makes three times. But every time I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. So you definitely so, watch it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's just because I don't like most of today's movies. So this one, I was like, yeah, this is really good. This is a really good movie that, you know, I feel like held up even, what, nine years later? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And honestly, uh, when you look at some of the bigger uh, slasher, the bigger Mm -hmm. uh, uh, budget movies like this, they still don't do it to the same gravity that Evil Dead was because Evil Mm -hmm. Dead set a precedence that Evil Dead gets to do. Mm -hmm. And there's a handful of movies that can kind of fall behind that. And I think that's kind of where the Terrifier series is trying to go. Mm -hmm. I think there's movies like Barbarian that are trying to touch that outside Mm -hmm. of it with still having elements Mm -hmm. of slapstick with the amount of slasher gore and then still having to have that like gravity of story to it. Because ultimately, like the Evil Dead remakes story was great. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely great, but I'll, I'll get to mine here in a second. But um, would you recommend this to a friend? Oh, for sure. Uh, I think most of my friends have already seen it. Uh, the ones who haven't seen it just don't like horror movies, but I would for sure, uh, I would for sure recommend it. I also just think that it was, um, they did it so well and they play, paid respect to the, mm-hmm. you know, to the original movies. And I didn't feel like they were trying to fully do exactly what they did. But also, I like the fact that, like, in this one, they had a reason to be in the cabin. They're like, okay, here's why we're not leaving the cabin. Right. Where in, like, the original one, you're like, just fucking leave, guys. And and they did eventually try to leave, but first, like, hey. Versus this one, they're like, oh, we're looking at these red flags, but we're thinking, oh, it's just Mia because she's a heroin addict. She's crazy, right. you know? So, it's like, I like the fact that they actually had a reason to be in this, like, weird, mm-hmm. creepy cabin, you know, and stayed mm-hmm longer than what they needed to so yeah i would for sure recommend it to a friend i i definitely agree um i think that this movie for me was an easy seven and a half uh the reason i say that is the homage to the original series Mm -hmm. was done like no other movie has done before and that's including all of the current remakes that i've seen Mm -hmm. uh which it's not that those movies were bad but Mm -hmm. it's it's not even just that you know fede alvarez was trying to pay respect to sam raimi sam raimi was literally standing over his Mm -hmm. shoulder saying this is what evil dead is you know, and mm-hmm. having somebody that level of approval is incredible. I could right. not even imagine being like, dude, Sam Raimi said I could right. do this movie. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, so you you look at it and there's, you know, again, like I said, the first time I walked into this movie and I see Jane Levy sitting on top of that Oldsmobile, I was just like, this movie's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this movie's going to be fucking awesome. And there was so much of it for the gore aspect, which usually I don't care about. Uh, but we come from an era in the original Evil Dead of having so much uh, mm-hmm. uh, practical effect yeah. and so much corn syrup blood and everything that was trying to make it make sense. Uh, whereas now it's like we, it almost felt like I got that movie with today's effects, yeah. mm-hmm. especially. And like you said, it holds up, you know, like even in today's, you know, new movie 
like mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody really puts the same budget into what they try to do, you yeah. know, because when you look at a lot of these scenes, like there was so much makeup and just like, just think about the nail gun scene mm-hmm. by itself. Mm-hmm. Like that was so much between like his hand getting shattered, mm-hmm. her putting fucking nails in her face, her putting nails into other people, her crowbarring two people. Like <laughs> there was so much that went into that. That was so impressive. And it's really hard to like, come after this movie because for me like other than the dialogue everything else was pretty much chef's kiss sure mm-hmm. you know um and i think that's not what these movies were for mm-hmm. to begin with but yeah. right you'll find you'll find your own tent someday <laughs> <laughs> you'll find your own tree <laughs> when you guys do twilight yeah <laughs> can't wait um, somebody's um, gonna have to pay us to do twilight <laughs> I'm really going to hate our patrons when they fucking pay us to do every Twilight movie. Dude, thousand bucks an episode. No problem. No problem. They will be 15 minute episodes. I will tell you tens all day long. If you got money, you can absolutely buy my vote. That's when the podcast really starts going downhill. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's on. Nope. <laughs> No, it's really good. Most of the time, I'm not a huge movie review podcast. I listen to a couple, but uh, I've had a couple people be like, oh, check it out. And I've been like, yeah, it's good. But you guys actually, I like listening to you guys. You guys make me laugh. And you sound like Charlie Day, which just blows my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I get get that she is like the third person that has told me that so far. And like, I guess. (laughs) So are you like imagining Charlie Day having this conversation I did. And listen, yes. so I have the hots for Charlie Day. And my husband's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, joking, was like, slow down. And I was like, I don't think it looks like Charlie Day. I'm not sure. If really <laughs> I was like, you should be fine. <laughs> but I have like a real tight. My husband kind of. <laughs> my husband kind of looks like Charlie Day as well, but. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's okay. I'll take the call. <laughs> I would like to point out that I am taller than Charlie Day. That's okay. I'm 5'1", so height doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> oh, my Every, God. Everybody's taller than Michelle. Yes. <laughs> Not that hard. You have to be like Danny DeVito. <laughs> Michelle, it has been so much fun having you on the show. I would love for you to plug your podcast and anything else you would like to right now. I've thoroughly enjoyed A Paranormal State of Mind, but go ahead and tell us all about it. All right, guys. So right now we have the 31 Days of Halloween going on. Um, as he said, we are a Paranormal State of Mind podcast. We're on Spotify and Apple right now. Um, we also have Instagram. We have TikTok, which I really suck at TikTok, but you know. Um, but we are doing 31 Days of Halloween. So every day we are releasing a short little episode on either Paranormal Games, Urban Legends, or we get a couple like goofy, makes no sense episodes in there. And yeah, so check us out. And then we'll be going to bi-weekly. So every other Sunday we'll be doing an episode. And if you'd like to, you can send us in emails of your own stories at a paranormal state of mind at Yahoo. Or you can go to our Instagram and there is a little button that says email and you click on that and magically takes you to our email. So send us in some spooky stories if you have any. They could be fiction or not fiction. I don't care. Just tell me if they if they are real or not real. <laughs> Just send us email. That's the biggest thing. Nobody send us any emails in except for like one one lady and she's a doll. So yeah, check us out. I also might possibly ha- be having a, another podcast come out with a friend. Um, and it's going to be on, it's going to be on the drag show Dragula, where we just go through and talk about <laughs> all the episodes and stuff, because it's my guilty pleasure show, guys. I love it. Uh, I'm not sure when this going to come out, but follow us on Instagram and you can check that out. So 
That's all I got for plugging in. Beautiful. Well, I would absolutely love to thank you, Michelle, one more time for being on the show. Eric, thank you for clapping right now because we got rid of our other person. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. Clapper. Oh, you did? Look you at did you it, guys yeah. just rolling in the dough. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, we're spending the dough. <laughs> thank you so much, Michelle, for joining us once again on Under the Floorboards, where it creaks, it cracks, and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night.